Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to the Tuesday edition here of the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. We are all presented to you by our friends over at Fantasy Draft. Please check them out. Let Don't, don't let this go in one ear, not the other. Uh, a lot of great stuff happening over there, including uh, the ability to play Rake free. That's right, your head-to-head games over on uh, Fantasy Draft. I'm a big fan of those. They've got their Carolina Million. We've seen pretty much overlay in that weekly, so uh, you're getting good value on your entry uh, on that. You know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, Rake, and especially, man, I was looking, you know, on FanDuel and DraftKings, you know, they're just so hell-bent on giving away these huge first-place prize pools, but, you know, you can either finish first and win a million, or you can finish 10th and win like 5k like that's absolutely brutal payout structure so uh, I hope you give fantasy draft a try again lots of satellite tournaments if you don't want to fork out the 250 for an entry in the Carolina millions this week I get it that's an expensive price point for a lot of you but you can get in on the cheap if you can win some uh, satellites and they've got those all throughout the lobby at various price points thanks to them for their support today we're going to look at NBA and uh, run through the slate and kind of talk about uh, the players that we are considering and uh, for my lineups as we get set for this Tuesday night. Not a huge slate on Tuesday, but good enough for us to uh, kind of talk about who we're interested, who we're not. Last night was all right. Uh, You know, one guy missed on the podcast and I missed on my FanDuel lineups was Richardson out there for uh, Miami. Just a total whiff on that one. Um, he had a nice game last night at a moderate salary. Besides that, I didn't feel like I totally uh, totally had a bad day in terms of analysis and you know lineups being built and whatnot. But uh, you know, I'm kind of liking this slate so far because I think the big question we got to ask ourselves on these you know kind of five six gamers what we got is. You know, who are the guys we have to have into our lineups? And I want to kind of talk about these guys today and uh, who we need and, you know, who we should, you know, try to jam in uh, potentially on this slate. And for me, it, you know, I think it depends definitely on where you're playing today. You know, FanDuel in particular, we've got Anthony Davis uh, on the slate to t- today at 12-2. And you're probably like, well, I can put him off my list at that salary. But I don't think you can. Um, With them having the three-point blocks, the three-point steals, it really boosts his floor to tremendous heights and obviously his ceiling as well. And we've seen it in his stat line so far uh, this season. And literally, like, 
I don't know what the number is, but I'm guessing like 80% of the, you know, 60 or 70% of the usage runs through AD and DeMarcus Cousins, but uh, he's had three blocks, three steals, two steals, one block, and zero steals, one block, and he's gone for 52, 67, 66. Uh, the rebound totals have been enormous, 17, 17, 18. It's probably not what we're going to continue to see from him, um, but dude's just like doing it all though. 18 shots, 21 shots, 23 shots, free throws, 8 of 10, 2 of 5, 14 of 17. Like, I don't feel like we've even come close to his ceiling yet because he's going to have games where he's got five blocks or five steals. Um, and, uh, you know, right now he hasn't, you know, he's had that one game where three steals, three blocks, and gave you almost 66. I mean, we've got his projection set at 61 today, and I think that's that's right. I just don't see anybody on this Portland team really going to uh, slow this guy down, especially when you've got the Marcus Cousins as well, you know, to contend with. So I'm going to keep trotting him out there. I think he's a staple in my lineups. He's a lot cheaper on DraftKings, uh, 1300 less than he is over on FanDuel. And uh, on Fantasy Draft, again, you have more flexibility in your lineup builds, 189. I'm going to play him. He's just an absolute soaking up all the usage there today. So he is like my number one guy uh, when on my payups spots. The next position that, uh, or the next guy that I love today, and I just don't know who's going to guard him here, and that's Carl Anthony Towns against Indiana. Uh, the highest total in this game, and. There's a lot to love here. I mean, he's going to be going against Sabonis and Al Jefferson. Neither of these two guys are going to be able to cover Carl Anthony Towns at all. And uh, I think he's just going to put together, you know, another, non another really nice fantasy day. Uh, he hasn't had an impressive block game yet, 1-2-1. One, one. Um, hasn't, you know, steal 0-1-2. Uh, but rebounding, he's double-doubled every single game so far. Um, 41, 41, 42. Major consistency there on his fantasy output, including, what, 27 and uh, 12 against Oklahoma City. I just think this matchup is just a gem uh, of a matchup for him because neither of those two guys are going to be able to defend. It's a faster-paced game, and uh, I think the cat... Meows. There you go. That was so lame. Don't turn off the podcast, please. But uh, I love Carl Anthony Towns today. He's another guy that I really want to get into my lineups. I'll definitely have him on fantasy draft and probably on DraftKings uh, just based on the uh, the fact that you've got more flexibility in your lineups. On FanDuel, I really want to play him today, but you know my initial build it's. I don't know if I can do it. I, I might go to Cantor over there instead at that center spot. Just kind of like the value proposition that we've got on him here today a little bit more. So, um, But on DraftKings and on uh, Fantasy Draft, more flexibility. Almost certainly going to make him a priority in my lineups. Uh, at point guard, you know, Kyrie Irving is yet to have that monster game. And we wonder, is it coming here versus the Knicks? Uh, absolutely could be. I mean, this is uh, you know a great matchup here against New York. 87 on DraftKings, 15-7 on Fantasy Draft, 9100 on FanDuel. 
And, you know, the shots are there. 7 of 17, 7 of 25, 8 of 17. The assist numbers haven't been quite what I think we would have expected. But, again, this guy's going to be more of a scorer than facilitator. But 4 and 3 in each of his last two games did have 10 in that opener against um, Cleveland. And I think that's more what I'm expecting here against New York. Uh, but they're going to need him to take more of that scoring role on because you've got young players out there like Tatum and Brown who uh, are not, you know, established shot makers or whatnot. So, um, you know, I think he can get, you know, we've got his projection at 46. I think that's a fair number for him today. Um, I think he's going to be a 10K guy once his shot really falls because he's gonna he hasn't made double-digit field goals yet in a game, and that's going to change. Three-point attempts, one for four, two for seven over the last couple of games. That's going to change. And going against Ramon Sessions here, like, nice matchup for Kyrie Irving today. So he's a guy that uh, I'm really liking a lot on the, on the pay-up side of things. So those are my three big spend targets for us today. I don't know if I can jam them in. Uh, all together, at least on FanDuel, but uh, those are guys that I'm looking at. But let's talk about some plays at each position that I think are very viable. And uh, I think Ramon Sessions, to begin with, opposite of Kyrie, is a great play today. Again, this game is uh, sitting at, I think, Boston's favored by like eight. So I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but Sessions should get a pile of minutes. Nicolina, uh, whatever his name is, Frankie N, he is out. And we saw Sessions last game play 32 minutes. If you're playing 32 minutes and you're 4,100 on FanDuel, 4K on DraftKings, and 7,800 on Fantasy Draft, I'm going to be interested in you, especially against Kyrie Irving defense. So it's a nice little run back with Kyrie as well. So um, he's definitely a target for me today. Another price per point option potentially could be Shane. Yes, I am Barry's son, Larkin. But that's only contingent on if Marcus Smart would sit here today. And even then, it's risky because, uh, you know, this guy went to Miami, big Miami fan here, so I follow them close. Um, and, you know, he's all right, but four of five from the field, two rebounds, four assists in 19 minutes. I think what we saw in that game is kind of like his ceiling. Like, I don't see him extending that. So, like, we've got him projected at 16. That's probably a little bit high for me. I'd probably go a little bit lower on that because I think he kind of maxed out because uh, you still have you know other guys going in there Jabari Bird you've got obviously Terry Rozier so uh, I'm not in love with Shane Larkin today although he is really really cheap uh, one guy on DraftKings you got to look at because he's fourteen hundred dollars cheaper there is going to be Jerry and Grant um, and. He's 6400 on FanDuel. He's not a priority play there, but on DraftKings, he's going to be a top price per dollar option. I think Ricky Rubio we have to look at a little bit here. On the road against uh, LA, only 6400 on DraftKings and 13-3 on Fantasy Draft. I don't even hate the $7,500 number on FanDuel. Um, the shot attempts, double digits in each of the last two. You know, good free throw shooter. Uh and then last game, you know, he gave you 27 FanDuel points. That's not really going to cut it for 7,500. But uh, only had five assists that game. Typically, he's going to have more. Um, rebounding numbers are there. Steals, he hasn't had one of his four or five steal games, which we will see from him. And uh, I think he's a very viable tournament option for you today. I don't think I can quite go there in cash games uh, just because this is a slower-paced 
you know, game, but the dude's going to be in line for 32 to 35 minutes today, uh, and I really like his game right now, and uh, I think he's a bit underpriced. So I think he definitely fits the build over there on DraftKings, maybe not on FanDuel at that salary. Uh, let's see if we can find some other options for us today. Is Kay Felder actually playing uh, 14, 15 minutes? A little, little uh, revenge narrative for Kay Felder as the backup point guard. Maybe 3K tournament option. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's fine. I mean, the dude, again, another guy who just plays, uh, who should be playing a ton of minutes, and he is one of their better offensive playmakers out there. But the problem you run into is, like, Brooklyn's coach just loves to play everybody. It's like it's like that freaking coach you had growing up when you're a good player. And they're like, oh, everybody's got to play an equal number of minutes. Like, you want to, here's, here's an anecdote for you. When I was growing up, and this was baseball, okay? Baseball. I had a coach that wherever the lineup and wherever the game ended so let's say you know the game was over and the last batter was the seventh batter uh on the team well then guess what the next day the next game the eighth batter was the leadoff hitter that's right he never flipped the lineup back over to you know one two three four he just picked up where the last guy made an out it drove me freaking crazy and lo and behold we somehow like won the championship I don't know how but I remember getting to the playoffs and I'm like okay here we go he's gonna actually play us normal right he's not gonna do this and nope in the playoffs he did the exact same thing now you can say DB you won the championship maybe he was a genius manager no the dude was an idiot um but that that drives me crazy and I feel like you know, maybe he's related to this Brooklyn coach who feels like everybody's got to play 25 minutes. So that bothers me a little bit with Russell. He's fine in tournaments because they play at such a fast tempo against Orlando, but he's not a core play for me. Uh, Augustine got a price bump, and, uh, you know, he and Shelvin Mack are some guys who are uh, cheap there for Orlando. Uh, they're worth a look in tournaments. I don't think I can go there in cash uh, at all. Um you know, Mac is what, 3K on DraftKings, I think. He played 21 minutes last game, gave you 17 fantasy points. Like, that's good enough over there on DraftKings, and I suppose he's an option there. But um, on FanDuel, I don't really see me going there at 3,700. Um, yeah, Lillard against New Orleans, fine in a game stack format if you can work him and Davis together. Uh, there's definitely a few cheap parts of the uh, Portland offense that you could maybe jam in there. Um, and that's it. That's for point guard. Let's move on. Shooting guard spot here. And on FanDuel, Tim Hardaway Jr. is basically free at 4,700. He should be the first guy you put into your lineup, I think, over on FanDuel today. Uh, he's playable on FanDraft and DraftKings um, if you want the continuity across sites. But, you know, the shot hasn't fallen. Three for 10, four for 16. Took 10 three-pointers the other night. Uh, he's basically got... Four rebounds or assists in two games. Like, those numbers are really going to improve over time. So, I'm not bailing on him yet. Uh, this matchup versus uh, Boston, you know, maybe this is the spot where it happens. Tough road game, maybe. But at 4,700, he really fits the build. Because, you know, 
Shooting guard, there's not a lot to love. I, I do like Anth uh, Andrew Wiggins today on both the sites. Um, might draw a tougher defensive matchup against Oladipo, but I love minutes. And, you know, Thibodeau will just run his guys into the floor. And he's been over 30 each game. Um, you know, the shots are there, 20-19-14. And if he plays like he did last game, seven boards, four assists, two steals, He's going to put up some big numbers. So I think he's moderately priced. He's safe. We got him projected at 31. I think that's a little conservative. I think we can go a little bit higher on that. So uh, I like Andrew Wiggins a good bit today, uh, price per point. Definitely C.J. McCollum's fine against uh, New Orleans. He should be able to score a boatload. I don't know if he fits the build because you got I don't think you're paying up for both spots uh, on FanDuel in particular. Um, and I think I like Wiggins a little bit more than I do, you know, McCollum. I think maybe it's more of a debate over on, let's see, on DraftKings. He's 7,100, so it's a little bit closer over there. He and Wiggins are like 300 apart. They're a K different on FanDuel. So uh, if you could make the argument for sure, C.J. McCollum might be the better play on DK FanDraft today. Uh, Terry Rozier, uh, love his game. And, you know, smart is out. Probably going to be in there for another 30 minutes. And looking like a little bit better value on FanDuel out of any of these spots. Um, and he's, he does it all. I mean, that's what I like about him. Rebounds, assists, shoots. Uh, very well-rounded player, but the price is catching up a little bit. 7400 on Fantasy Draft is not a bad number, if that is accurate. There was some mix-up on some Fantasy Draft numbers a little bit this morning. But uh, they're usually in line with what we have on DraftKings. So uh, I don't mind Rozier today, but... Not a core play for me. Uh, let's see if anything else is popping here. Keep your eye on the Rodney Hood news. If he plays today, I don't think it moves the needle too much for me one way or another. Um, big pricing discrepancy between on Evan Turner. 55 on FanDuel I don't love, but, man, that 4,300 number against New Orleans here um, is interesting. He's played 30 or more minutes in each of the last two games. I think he's one of the better players they've got. And I know in that second unit, you know, they usually mix up McCollum and, and Lillard. So it's not true kind of like uh, a true second unit where they don't have a score on the table. But he's a guy who definitely can have some big games uh, depending on the matchup. So I don't mind him. And I'm going to throw one more name out here too uh, that I plugged in my initial FanDuel lineup. Probably a mistake in cash, but whatever. Uh, Karis LeVert, uh, I kind of like this kid. Like this is a guy who... Uh, at all times, like oh, throughout the, the year last year, looked really, really good. Like looked super solid, super athletic, and just didn't get minutes. Uh, 30, 27, 27 is where we're at in the first three games from him. It's not ideal, but dude has put up 34 FanDuel points, 19 and 28 so far. Looking at the game logs, uh, 9, 11, 15 shots. I kind of like that if you can get into that double-digit range. Uh, maybe an outlier on free throws last game against Atlanta where he took nine and made six of them. And then the steal numbers are nice. Three and two and two so far in his first couple of games. So he's filling up those ancillary stats. I think he's in play today. Um, it could easily bust. There's no question about it. But they just play so fast. There's so many fantasy numbers to go around that uh, that he's a guy I'm looking at. And you can make the same argument for Terrence Ross here against Brooklyn. Last time they played, gave you 24 fantasy points in 30 minutes. He shot 1 of 11 last game, so I don't think that's likely to happen again. 
Doesn't fill up many of the other categories, though. That's the problem that I have, and that's where I think, you know, Levert on FanDuel, I'll pay a little bit more and feel like I've got, you know, better opportunities there. DraftKings, Ross at 4400 Pretty cheap price tag in a up-tempo matchup. All right, let's go to San, a small forward. Where you've got LeBron here, but, you know, in a, what, a home game against uh, Chicago. It feels like he's not going to play that fourth quarter. And I did neglect Dwayne Wade and J.R. Smith, by the way. Wade is going to move to the bench. I don't think that hurts him. He's been awful in that starter's role. Maybe this is uh, gives him an opportunity to maybe take on more of a scoring Roll. He's 5K over on FanDuel if you want to take a shot there. But uh, I'm kind of off Cleveland today just because I don't think it's going to be a very competitive game. Uh, Jonathan Simmons is popping in uh, the FanDuel projections here at 4.4K. Looks like he's 4.2 over on uh, DraftKings. I don't love it. I just don't trust the minutes, so I'm not going to go there. Um, I think Joe Ingles is a guy to look at here versus the uh, the Clippers. You got to remember, like this guy was pretty good last year, and then you took Gordon Hayward out of the mix, and he kind of plays that same little role. Obviously, not nearly as athletic as Hayward is, but a smart basketball player. Seven of twelve, five of eight, four of six. That's his shooting marks. But five boards, three boards, three boards, two assists, three assists, six, a couple of steals. Um, and you know, I'm not paying up for him but at 5k I feel like got a pretty high floor on him today so in that middle tier he kind of works for me uh Evan Fournier Jalen Brown a couple of other names in that middle tier that I'm kind of looking at a little bit today uh Fournier I you know it's it's tough to know what's going to happen here because you know he played really well the last couple of games but that was also without Alfred Payton and without um uh, Aaron Gordon, and now Gordon should be playing tonight. Peyton is still going to be out, so uh, I think you know we've got him projected at let's see uh, 28. I think that's probably fair. I don't think that if not, it might even be a little bit low. Like I feel like he can get us 30 fantasy points tonight, so uh, he is on my list of potential plays. I, I don't really buy Damari Carroll shares at 5800. I'm going to pass there. Uh, Butler's going to get it going. I'm not worried about it. You know, he's been pretty quiet so far, 30, 36, 21. Um, you know, Wiggins has been taking more shots than he is. You know, that's the the kind of odd fit there. But you you love, you know, six boards, six assists, seven boards, three assists. Uh, he's going to score more than 15, 13, and 12 points. So uh, is tonight the night it happens? Very well could be. And he's going to have those games where he's had, let's see, 30-36 in each of the last two, and he scored 15 and 13. Let's say he scores 25, which I don't think is an outlandish projection for him. We can add 10 more to that. That's a 40 fantasy point game. We can add uh, 12 more to that. That's a 48 fantasy point game. So Jimmy Butler's there. Like, he just has not scored. I mean, free throws. Dude shot three free throws in three games. Like, there, there's no way that's going to, you know, keep up. Like, the guy's way too good of a player, way too aggressive of a player. And I know it's a different offense. They've got other options. And honestly, I probably wouldn't play Wiggins and Butler together. I think those are probably neg negatively uh, correlated plays. But um, I think that, you know, one or the other, along with Carl Anthony Towns, is a fine option for us today. So it uh, could be a spot for Butler to get it back going today, looking at uh, what, what we've seen so far. This year from him. Okay, moving on to uh, power forward spot. Talked about Anthony Davis. Porzingis has been just fire. And 
I think he's been really good against Boston. I, I haven't done the stat, the stat muse uh, search on that one, but feel like he's got a pretty good history against them. 8,500 on DraftKings, 47 on Fantasy Draft. Probably rather than play him in those spots than over on FanDuel tonight. Uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, I don't know what to do here. Like I feel like he could absolutely go off in this tempo up game, but I also worry that the risk that does occur potentially um, first game off of an injury. Uh, 8K, it's not like a free square. I think on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft, that's where you probably want to play him. He's only 6,900 there, so that can kind of be your hedge. Um, so a lot cheaper over there than on FanDuel. So uh, I'll take a look at him uh, on that spot. Uh, Derek Favors has played really well so far this season, and it actually looks a lot better. I was watching the game the other day, and the announcers even mentioned it as well. He really has uh, you know, got some some leap in him, like something that I haven't seen for a while because he's been so banged up. I don't know if we want to go there at that price tag, but you know, note he's going to be an option for us uh, moving forward. Jason Tatum, 6,900 on FanDuel, 6K over on DraftKings, uh, man, I mean, you love the minutes. I suppose he's in play. I guess maybe he's priced right over there. I'm looking at these these game logs to see if where you know there's outliers and there's not much, uh, you know, re- in regards to that. You know, good free throw shooter it seems. Um, rebounds are certainly going to be there. I, I don't hate him. I don't hate him here. Could have some trouble maybe with Porzingis, so could have a little bit of an issue there. Jake Crowder's kind of been nowhere to be seen. Uh, I think he's a no-go. Um, Taj Gibson, another guy to consider on the cheap. Really like Minnesota. Their minutes are pretty confined, which we like. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Gibson's just, you know, produces just enough for you. You know, is he going to go ham? Probably not. Can he get you 25 fantasy points? I think he can at 4,800. So I think it's going to make him a top price per dollar projection. And then at the center spot, a uh, couple of guys that uh, we need to look at here. I mean, obviously, Cousins is amazing. I think I prefer Towns for cheaper. Um, and Towns on DraftKings, uh, a good bit cheaper than FanDuel as well. So a little bit better value in that one. 8600 over there on DK. Um, Ennis Cantor, though, I think on FanDuel, might be tough to get away from him at 56. Dude just has an incredible fantasy point-per-minute average, and they basically have decided Hernan Gomez, no thanks, see you later. So Cantor uh, is like their best offensive option out there, and that's going to lead to maybe offensive opportunities for the opposing team. I mean, Al Horford. God, I never play Al Horford, but if there's ever a day to play Al Horford, it's probably against Ennis Cantor, who's just like the worst defender ever. But uh, I'm probably going to pass on that one today. Uh, Gobert against the Clips, not my favorite spot for him. Um, going against DeAndre Jordan, not the type of guy that I think is going to lend himself to uh, getting a ton of blocks there. I haven't done the the historical search on that one with him, but I'm going to wait till that price drops a little bit more. He's fair on DraftKings, though, at 7400 Um And that's probably it. Uh, not probably playing Nurkic. Today, either against Boogie Cousins. I think that's uh, kind of a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, so, there you go. That is my take on this slate. Obviously, a lot of news will happen, and that's why we've got our uh, blog, our live blog, live premium blog, which will keep you up to date on that, including a notorious update, which is always fun. And I believe on Tuesday, Little Notorio, Little Notorio, Little Notorious 
uh, usually shows up on that uh, video. So take a look for that one. Uh, premium subscribers only. And then crunch time as well. Final 30 minutes, Andy and Roth will talk uh, shop uh, right before the slate gets rolling. So just a little bonus for all you premium subs. If you're not, don't worry. We still got our Grinders live shows. They will be running right until 6.30 today. And we thank you guys, as always, for listening, downloading. Check out Fantasy Draft, a great sponsor. Uh, you can find me on SiriusXM uh, pretty much most days, 1 to 2 Eastern. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow right here on the Road to Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix. See you, everybody. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630-20, pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 